Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we are going to talk about how to stop trading time for money. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 87. 87, we are going to talk about how you can stop trading time for money. So many of us get caught up in that problem and we thought, well, we've come across some interesting little stories over the past week. We thought we would share them with you. So, of course, all the way from... I don't know if it's sunny or rainy Sydney town these days. Lovely Heather Porter. Hello, H. Uh, a couple of cool things you said lovely, which is good. You're back to the lovely intro. <laughs> Last time you did it. No, I'm good. I'm good. It's it's lovely in Sydney as well. It's becoming springtime over here, which I've been craving for so long. Ah, uh, lovely springtime. Lovely. I've got to stop using that word, don't I? Lovely. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing around. Hey, uh, what's, what's been happening? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, um, actually, I attended WordCamp last weekend, which is like they have them all over the world. They're WordPress sort of seminars, I suppose, where there's developers and agencies and marketers and all sorts of different WordPress users that come and teach stuff, which is really cool. And actually, which is kind of, I guess, the inspiration behind the topic of this episode. Um, but more on that in a little bit. And I did learn something really cool that I wanted to share. Tell, do, do tell. Okay. So I absolutely love it when you guys reach out to us, when you email us, when you, you know, social media us, when you do reviews. And one of you happened to email us recently and has launched a new business, which I wanted to give a shout out because I think it's the coolest thing. Podcastintros.com podcastintros.com. And what this is, is basically um, a website where you can go and you can get voiceovers and music and you can get your podcast intros done for you. It's really, really cool little service. And it all, I mean, I'm only talking about this because one of you guys reached out to me. Oh, that is great. That is great. And I did see that uh, email come through and I, I actually thought, you know what, that's a pretty cool little service because there are so many people that are wanting to do podcasts, not sure where to start and then thinking about, well, how do I even get all that professional looking stuff at the start? There is your answer. Yes. So, Carl, thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. We appreciate it. Um, and cool thing to learn as well. Yeah, really. So, Andrew, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, lots, 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 lots. But I'll tell you one thing I did come across this week, and I'm not sure if it's fully in the social media online world, but it is on the connected world. And that is in Europe just this week, they uh, announced that they will let you talk on your cell phone or your mobile phone whilst you are flying, whilst you're taxing on the on the runway and also whilst you're flying. So um, it opens up a big can of worms, I guess, you know, people are against having other people talk on the flights because it annoys you, you're in such close proximity. Um, but it's going to be up to the airlines how they're going to police this. But as I said, in Europe, any flights based out of Europe, 
uh, they will let you uh, use electronics. Now, this doesn't just mean mobile phones either, by the way. It means that you don't have to turn off your games if you're playing games, if you're using an MP3 player or you're a tablet. Um, it means that you can use that the entire way through the journey, which is pretty cool. So I think it's a good thing. Um, there's going to be some issues about cell towers and how much uh, connection you have but you know with satellite technology a lot of those problems are not around anymore so a lot of these phone towers are coming from a satellite so um, it's going to be interesting to see how that um, pans out across the world for different flights as well. You know, it's interesting because I remember when I first moved to Australia over 10 years ago, um, I, I, one of my, the first connections I had over here was a Qantas pilot. And I always, I asked him because I had all these questions, of course, I was fascinated with air travel and I thought, I'm like, oh, so what's the deal with phones, you know, cell phones and turning them off? He's like, well, don't tell anybody. It has nothing to do with, you know, disturbing the signal of us up in the cockpit. It actually has to do with the telecom companies when you're passing over different zones. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all suspect that. And uh, yeah, finally, they're yeah. saying, well, now it's uh, now it's legitimate. I think the U.S. Yeah. introduced that last year, but they're not actually allowing people to call at the moment. So anyway, we'll see how we go. That's what I learned this week. Cool. Nice, nice. So, so, so you're, at, you're at WordCamp and you uh, come yeah. across a few interesting things. And I guess, as you said, this is the basis of today's little podcast is something that you discovered at WordCamp. Yeah, so stop trading time for money and really work hard in your business to get into the one-to-many model. So we're going to give you some points on that. And the reason why that came to me is because obviously you and I, we we own an agency, a digital agency. We've done this for almost, what, five years now. And um, it's, it's an interesting thing in when you're providing services. There's a fine line between how custom do you go versus how templated do you go. And a few ex-agency uh, owners were there at WordCamp talking and really has some fantastic points about how if you're really looking to scale and grow a business, you really need to focus on the one-to-many versus the extreme custom service packages. So I think this is going to be an interesting show. Anybody that offers services, coaches, speakers, anybody that you're where you're literally doing a session, a one-to-one session, um, this show will help you think differently about how to get out of that and start to to grow a, an actual business. Yeah. So I guess the, I guess the obvious point is mm-hmm. that we only have 24 hours a day, right? We yep. only have one of us and we only have one hour each hour, I guess. Um, there's only there's only so much you can do when you're doing a one-to-one service-based business. And yes. uh, you become quickly limited in the capacity that you can grow. It really does uh, become limited. So um, I know you've got a couple of great ideas about sharing how do people get out of that one-to-one and break into the one-to-more-than-one so that you can start growing your business rapidly. So let's get stuck in straight away, shall we? We we are using these in our business. We know about them and we're going to be using them even more, I think. So the first one is when you're thinking one to many, you want to have platforms and tools in your business where you can answer questions and teach lessons and give products or services in a, an environment where many people can come. So the first thing is Google Hangouts or any sort of webinar platform. And we love Google Hangouts. That's We used to have GoToWebinar and we've transitioned into Google Hangouts, which is essentially, I'll just explain it for those of you that don't know what it is. It's basically using your webcam and using um, the Google 
platform from Google Plus called Hangouts. You use your webcam, you can share your screen, so you can actually share your browser, your desktop slides, and um, it's just essentially using the YouTube platform. So it's a video that you're, it's a live streaming video that you can embed anywhere on your website. And why is that cool? Because now you don't have to go into like a go-to webinar platform where you have to download software and open up Windows, and you can go literally now just straight into a web page. You know, I think one of the coolest things that you didn't mention is that it's free. Yeah. It's free. And it's free. <laughs> now, we, we were using GoToWebinar. We were using the small package, the, the lowest end pack for 100 people, 100 attendees. I think it was costing us about $150 a month. Yep. 150 it bucks was. a month. So, you know, you've got to be working webinars pretty well and, and doing some good sales to uh, to sort of cover those costs if you want to use GoToWebinar. But to be honest with you, I think the Hangout platform um, is a lot better for a number of reasons for what you've already said. But I think the other part of it, which a lot of people forget, is that if you're doing a public show, like a public webinar, and you're happy for people to jump on, um, you can get a lot of Google rankings. You can get a lot of uh, SEO juice, if you like, from your Hangouts just by naming and titling it the, the right way because it automatically gets um, syndicated to YouTube, which GoToWebinar does not. Yeah, very, very good point. So what, what are some examples of how you could use this? So here's the first one. You can use Hangouts or webinars should you not want to use Google Hangouts. You can use them for open um, live office hours where you can essentially open the doors of your online business or your business online once, twice, three times every day a week at a certain time. And you can allow people to come into your website and access you um, live. And again, this is open to the public. And I've seen people charge for this and also keep it completely free so people can come and get a sampling of what you have to offer. Um, so that's one thing you can use it for. Yep. Another th another thing is to actually do live workshops or trainings. So traditional sort of work uh, webinars online where, and we do these as well, we're, we're doing them weekly at this point. Um, basically, you're going to teach something and the outcome is to ultimately it get somebody to buy a program or a service or product that you have to offer. So you're welcoming, welcoming them in to teach them and then sell them into something. And this is something that's been used with product launches as well online. Oftentimes a product launch will conclude with a um, live online webinar or workshop. Mm -hmm. Great. What about um, anything else you can do with Hangouts? I think what about um, even like doing new product demonstrations? Yeah, demonstrations. Um, we have makeitsimple.tv, which is our online TV show. So it's a great content tool. Again, that's very much one to many because you're using a platform that, like you're saying, it's hooked up into YouTube and, and you're, you can embed it on your website. It's an easy way of, of giving away great content um, and sharing it with the world. Now, I can hear people already who are sitting in their cars listening to us in traffic jams thinking this is going to be the answer. But how do you make money from that? Hey, do you want to give them a rundown of how they can put that yeah. in, a, in a, well, however, however you think, what do you think is the best way to make money from that? Well, something like that, when, whenever you're dealing with content marketing, is um, your, the outcome is to get people into your email list or into your social media following. So it's getting them into your tribe, so to speak. So with that, you basically, you know, at the end of your shows, you can you can say, "Come on over here to sign up to get this, get that." You know, free ongoing advice. It's it's essentially just sending them to a landing page or an opt-in form to to opt in. But I mean, once you grow it as well, you can look at other monetization ideas like advertising and sponsorship and things like that. What I, what I was going to say was that, oh. and we do this already, 
is that we put our Hangouts for private members who have already paid us a membership fee inside a membership site so that it's behind a closed wall. So only the people inside the membership site who have paid us get to see that particular content. Yes. Oh, yeah, we, we, we pretty much do use it all over the place, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So, so I was just going to say, people are thinking about, well, I don't want to do all this stuff for free. You don't have to do it for free. You can embed Google Hangouts into a private page so people do have to pay a fee to see it. It can be a one-off fee or it can be an ongoing membership sort of fee as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great segue actually into the next point, which is member sites. Mm. So having a membership site is a great way of doing the one-to-many because you create content, either you can create content once and get people to come in and access it again and again, or you can create sort of ongoing content and grow a membership base and keep putting great new fresh stuff in there. But um, membership sites, just a a website um, that's on lockdown. So you give people access to it via username and password and traditional traditionary I can't say that word you know what I'm saying you give basically law um, they, they buy they buy to get access to that so it's a subscription or it's a one-off fee where they can pay you and um, get access yep perfect I love it and uh, the thing is with membership sites there are so many different ways you can create a membership site for different industries you know you don't go too broad go some go specific and you'll find people want to join it because it's a specific um, a specific uh, part of that industry that they like. And our the one that we have right now, um, we've gone in and out of, actually we have a couple, but the main one we're focusing on is called Digital Traffic Institute. So if you guys want to have a look, it's digitaltrafficinstitute.com. And we've basically taken the model of, um, because we're teaching online marketing, like what we do sort of here with you in the podcast, but we go much more in depth there. Um, we've taken the approach of the you can't sort of have a library of too many resources in a market or an industry that changes so fast. So (laughs) especially with online. So we're in there always doing live Q and A's as Andrew was just saying with hangouts. So it's, it's in a private area and yes, we do have great resources. We're constantly adding in there as well. So um, we use it. We love it as part of our one to many um, approach in our business. Yep. And you know what? I just going to say, um, we we obviously have to change our and, and keep coming up with new content because of our because of our industry. It's changing every second day. Yeah. Um, but if you're in an industry that doesn't change, let's say you're in a let's say you're a tennis professional, right? And you're teaching or coaching tennis. The same techniques are going to be around for a fairly long time. You're not going to have to keep changing your content on a regular basis because the simple fact is that there's not a lot of um, massive change in the way you play tennis. So um, there is still still some change, but your stuff will be a lot more evergreen than ours would be. So it makes sense sometimes to build the content once and you don't have to do it again, which is great. Exactly. I like that you brought that up. So um, great, great little thing for you guys to be thinking about. If you keep teaching something over and over again, maybe now's the time to put it into videos and PDFs and, and pop it into members area. Um, next one is the the old FAQ library. So basically, if you're continually getting asked the same questions over and over again, you'll find yourself trading your time for your money because you're answering the same things mm-hmm. over and over again, mm-hmm. right? I mean, something that we do, we build websites and um, WordPress websites and in the handover process, we actually go quite custom with our training videos, but we're looking at now making, we've, we've done this now for five years. We've built hundreds of websites. We now know what you need to know and um, what you get the most benefit of learning and managing your website. So we're at this point where we're looking at 
putting together the best of the best of the last five years in a really great library to for our our clients to access. So how could you do the same in your business? You know, instead of continually re-saying the same thing over and over again, you could put a um, you could do these on YouTube. You could do a series of FAQs, um, blog posts. You could do an FAQ page on your website. What else? Anything else come to mind? You know, Andrew? I think that what I like about FAQs is the fact that you're getting your customers to tell you what they're looking for. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't have many FAQs right now and you're just starting out, go and ask them. Say, what would be the most important question if I could answer it right now? What would that be? And then you'll get people answering different, having different questions for you to answer. But yeah. there is the key to saying, well, if that's what they want, then I'm going to provide them with that particular answer. And that may be in the form of a product that you want to sell or a membership site or something like that. But um, it's a great way of creating product without having, without doing all the market research. You're basically asking questions questions and get those answers straight away. I love that you said product because that's exactly right. Once you got, start getting the same thing answered over and over, or asked to you over and over again, it means that there's a huge need for that. So it's a great it's a great thing to look at, like you're saying, build a membership site off of it, or how can you build maybe an online workshop off of it, something like that. Yeah, really. Um, now, this this kind of goes, I guess the next step is more into just more of a mindset thing. So, um Custom versus template. When in your business should you be looking at custom work, giving, delivering, providing custom things, meaning the change per client, versus template, which is something that in your area of expertise you know works and you shouldn't diverge from it. You should stay with using that particular formula that you've developed. Um, it's an interesting one because I think most of us as business owners, especially when we're growing our business and we're new, we just say yes to everything that's coming in the door. Do we not, Andrew? Oh, yes, we do. We certainly <laughs> I are, can do I, that. <laughs> everyone, everyone does it. and it's. I haven't met anyone that started off a business and said no from the beginning because, you know, it's like, hey, if I knock this business back, I don't know when the next piece is going to come through. So, yes, yes. I'll just do this one and, and just this one alone. And then I know that that stretches out to the next one and the next one. And before <laughs> you know it, I, mean, I, I remember, you know, when we started, you and I, we were, we learned so many different systems, you know, back end mm. systems, whether it was MailChimp or AWeber or it was Infusionsoft or Nanocast or um, Office Autopilot. We, we knew every system there was because we kept saying yes. To all of these people saying, oh, can you just help me do this? And in the end, it was killing us because we were so spent just trying to learn all these different systems for a one client that might have been paying us a small amount of money. Um, And in the end, we said, whoa, let's, let's take a look at what we're doing here. Um, I think the answer is going to be no for a lot of this stuff. And it's certainly freed up our time to concentrate on do, do really well at a few things rather than try and be jack of all trades. And there's a key point in that if you keep doing custom work, you'll never be able to train a team or develop systems because you're always changing the goalposts and the offerings of what you're doing in your business. And you'll never be able to replace yourself. So it's such a it's such an interesting one. I know we're looking at improving this as a huge part of the next phase in our business. Um, but I guess that was the biggest learning for me is hearing one business owner after another talk about this light bulb that went into in their head and, and you know during WordCamp, this light bulb moment for them when they realized that 
they're forever going to be tied to a job as long as they continue to say yes to custom work. And they had to learn how to say no, 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 and decide on exactly the formula or the template or the item that they're going to offer and develop very strict guidelines around what, what they include and don't specifically don't include in those offerings. I've been, I've been practicing the no this week, I can tell you. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. I've served, I've served up three no's this week and I was like, I didn't even have to think about it. I'm like, nope. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, no. But in the old days, I would have said, yeah, let's consider it. Let's go and see what we can do about it. But, you know, it's like I just got to stay. And we've been through this phase before of no, and then it's sort of yes crept back in a bit. So yeah. um, it, it's it's like it's like anything. You've just got to keep at it and, and know that what just you're it. offering is good uh, and, and you will get the work you need to get. And just remember that the biggest companies, the ones that have the most profit, are the ones that offer a product, something that's scalable, something that they can get to the world, the one to many, you know? Yeah, so just keep that in mind. Do you want to be a, a service provider one to one, or do you really actually want to grow a business? I mean, and either way is okay, by the way. It just depends on where you want to head. Um, the last point I wanted to bring up is. A key part of this is the tools that you use to make this all happen. So you obviously can't think one to many without having structure behind it to deliver it. So there's a big part of this that involves automation tools. And I'm not going to make this an automation tools show. I'm thinking what I would like to do is do a separate show kind of on those types of tools you could use. We, we might revisit that. But for this, I just want you to be thinking that how do you actually put this together? Well, you need um, an email system which allows you to do autoresponders and follow-ups and, and schedule emails. So that's number one, MailChimp and those types of, uh, you know, Office Autopilot on report things. Number two, you need some sort of um, management, project management system. So that allows you, as you start to grow and get more and more, you're going to have, you know, multiple clients that you're dealing with and things that come up. So how are you going to manage them? Um, number three is the help and the customer service. So you're going to have to look at, you know, help desks, or do you have a ticketing system or a scheduling system or something behind the scenes where they can come to you? Because the second you start to open your doors to membership sites and things like that, you have to be able to support them. And you don't want to take phone calls and lots, you know, flooding back into your life in that way, because that's the, that defeats the purpose of, of doing that in the first place. I think, I think the biggest thing you just said was a word starting with their systems, you know, putting <laughs> systems in place uh, for us has been amazing over the last six, yep. to, probably 12 months or so for us where you and I know what our systems were. We would get a custom job, <clears throat> we'd get to work, we'd do it and that sort of stuff and we knew what we had to do. But as soon as if any one of us was that taken out of that equation, who was going to do the next piece? Who was going to do the piece that, that you were doing previously? And that's exactly. when systems came in and said, we have to have this so that it doesn't matter who's in and who's out, they can follow a step-by-step -step guide of what to do. Um, mm -hmm. And it not only helps the staff member or the person who's trying to implement that system, but it also helps you as the business owner know exactly where that person is in the process. So yeah, yeah you really want to, you want to, want to start concentrating on how do you implement systems. We, we we've got a um, we've got a mentor, a business mentor that says you know his biggest thing was having systems in place so that he didn't have to keep re-educating people because there were systems in place to do that for people as they came in. And as long as you keep doing custom stuff and changing the goalpost, you can never build a system because you're just changing things around too much to even come up with the steps, right? So yeah, so building those systems and, um, you know, getting these key 
I guess, piece, pieces together is going to be important when you start to go in that one-to-many sort of direction. I, I do like the way, I do like the mm. fact that we're going to, um, we talk about some of the automation tools that we've used. I know we've we've touched on this topic before in our previous podcast. We but have, yeah. That was a while ago, and I think we've changed our systems and even changed the way we've used some of the systems we mentioned before too. So, um, you know, and we've got some other cool new systems which are we we're just rocking, rocking, the, rocking the whole Process. And I learned some things I haven't even told you about yet, Andrew, from WordCamp, which are amazing. These Some of these cool systems and tools that exist out there to help manage teams and grow businesses. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna just nominate for the next episode that we talk about, we actually revisit the sort of really amazing things that are out there for you to do this whole one-to-many model, like I what think, we're saying. I think you should do the podcast by yourself so I can listen to it <laughs> and, and, and take some notes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So yeah, let's We'll, we'll do that one next time and also I've uh, met some really interesting people um, that we're going to be bringing to you to do interviews with soon there's a few that have said yes they're very keen to have a chat and um, so we'll we'll make them known to you soon on our next upcoming podcast awesome alright well um, thank you H. that's great I, uh, I think that we, we rushed through that one but I think uh, it's uh, I hope it shared some good information for some people I know mm-hmm. we struggle with that whole like, concept early in the piece and uh when you grab this idea, it does really change the way you look at things. It really does. You'll, you'll. It's going to be hard to make the transition if you haven't made it yet, because we're. I mean, we're still kind of in a moment of that ourselves. It's hard, but just, um, just trust yourself and and the fact that you can stop trading your time for money and and really open the doors to something that's a little bit more freeing for you as a business owner. Absolutely. All right. Hey, Joel, if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, we'd love to have a review. Leave us a review. We are always checking to see our review. So leave us five stars if you think it's worth it. Uh, Leave us a review if you're listening to us on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Podomatic, SoundCloud or Spreaker. We're on all of those leave us a review we uh we check out all of those all the time so thank you for listening um hey have a great weekend or week or whatever you're doing this after this podcast (laughs) i will i will you too and guys thanks again for tuning in and uh we'll be talking to you soon okay see you later all passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened Ladies and gentlemen, this is the First Officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we play again, happy travels.